Education originates with our Lord Jesus Christ. He is sovereign over everything. The sciences are a study of God's creation. History is the story of God's judgments and promises. The arts express human culture based on faith and ethics. Education is much more than just school. And we need to do as Proverbs 22.6 says, Train a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not turn from it. Hello and welcome back to our podcast called Why Christian School. Today we have with us Ben Prinz. Ben is a senior at HCA, the student government president, and most importantly, he is truly committed to serving Christ here and throughout the world. Today, we're going to be hearing from Ben about his past missions experiences and his most recent trips to Uganda. Hey, Ben, it's a blessing to have you on our podcast, and many people are looking forward to hearing what you have to tell us. Well, first off, thank you for having me here on the podcast. Um, I've heard a lot about it, and it's nice to finally be in the studio. Sure. <laughs> um, and your question was, um, how did I first get started on, in the mission field? And um, back in um, my summer going into fifth grade, my parents walked into a cafe called Holy Grounds, and we met a man named Jeff Boucher, uh, the, the president of Touch the World um, which is a local organization here in New Jersey, and he um, invited us, my brother and I, to go on a mission trip in the summer. Uh, my first trip was to a local Bible camp here in New Jersey called Shiloh Bible Camp. Uh, there we built an archery range and did uh, other construction-based uh, things throughout the, uh, the camp, uh, which seeks to reach out to youth as well as um, some people who are recovering from uh, addictions to drugs and alcohol. Um, so that was my first, my first uh, mission trip per se, and since then I've, I've been going every summer throughout the world and then often, um, often on, during spring breaks and Christmas break. Once high school came around, though, I think I, I took a little bit more of a serious approach to it. I, I began to expand and look at different organizations and uh, began to spend a little bit more time overseas. In high school, I've been throughout Europe and East Asia as well as Australia. And uh, most recently, I was, as you said, I was in, in Uganda for two months, and I just, had ba I just went back for Christmas uh, for another two and a half weeks. Um, so. Okay, yeah, tell us about Uganda. Well, Uganda is a beautiful country. Many people think of Africa and think of deserts and uh, different snakes and such, but right. it is a beautiful country, a green, uh, gorgeous, luscious country that um, I've really enjoyed making my second home, I kind of call it. When was the first time you went there? First time I went was over the summer. Um, I left... June uh, 18th, I believe, and uh, returned in early August. So I was there for two months, and what I did there was um, I taught in an orphanage called St. Mary Kevin Orphanage and Motherhood. There uh, I taught around the ages of 5th, 6th, and 7th graders. I taught math, um, English, as well as religious education. And normally when, I, when people ask me, well, what is, how do you teach English? Um, it, it's much, much like an English class here in the States in that all of the students speak English as well as their tribal tongue. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, what else did you do over there? Over the summer, as I said, I was teaching classes. And uh, so really from, from 7 to, to 7, my time was consumed with either teaching or grading or spending time with students. And then after, um, I'd have dinner at around 7 every night, and then I'd hang out with the kids until... 10 or 11 at night and um, build relationships with the kids and through those relationships I was able to share the gospel um, with the kids as well as share the gospel in my religious education class. Now I have a question for you. How much of the day was dedicated to teaching the gospel to the kids? Teaching the gospel 
uh, explicitly as in no I mean could, could you incorporate Christ into your teachings over yeah there, or yeah yeah definitely um, I found I found ways to incorporate um, the idea that all truth is God's truth and so any any study of mathematics any study of English any study of our world is really a study of God mm-hmm. um, so I, I in a sense was able to incorporate I think a, a philosophy and, an, and a, a view of life that HGA has actually given me where um, all truth is God's truth all beauty is God's beauty mm-hmm. and when we look at uh, different academic fields we're actually looking at the, the creator um, so that was something I was able to instill uh, to my <laughs> students I guess you could say okay. Um, but as I said, I taught religious education okay. um, once a day, which was uh, a class that I called the story of the Bible, where instead of looking at the different, uh, instead of looking directly at the different themes of the Bible, we look at the storyline of the Bible, which was, uh, as I see it, is creation, fall, redemption, restoration. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we started in Genesis 1 to 11, got the background and got the, the foundation of the Bible, and then we moved on to uh, the birth of Christ and the life of Christ and then the coming kingdom in which God um, restores all of creation. That's great. Is there anything you want to tell us about that particular trip over the summer? Anything else you want to tell us, or do you want to tell us more about this more recent trip over Christmas break? Yeah, well, over the summer, I was, I was able to meet with a... I, I met a, one of the boys that I taught. I was able to form a relationship with, and I, I always look back and wonder why it was... Um, his name is Otim Isaac. Why I... Why Otim was one of the kids, I guess you could call him one of my favorites, because he wasn't the bubbly orphan, the, the outgoing kid that we all think of when we think of a happy orphanage. Um, Otim was born and raised in the north of Uganda, f- which has been ravaged by war for over 25 years. Wow. Um, the Lord's Resistance Army, an army started by a man named Joseph Kony, um, came into the north um, to the Acholi tribe and decided that he was going to rebel against the government, very untraditional army. Um, he built an army of children. Mm-hmm. He went and kidnapped children, turned them into killing machines, and then would go and kidnap more children and, and seek to rebel against the government. Wow. And team, when he was around eight, um, the rebels came to his village, slaughtered his parents, slaughtered all the adults in his, in his village, um, and had him captured, as well as some of his friends. This is exactly how he tells the story. What he did is he told one of the soldiers, Sir, the, the soldier came up to him and said, Carry my sugar. And uh, it was a big sack of sugar that he wanted him to carry to the next village where they were going to go and kidnap more children. And he, he said to the soldier, Sir, I, I will carry your, your, your sugar, but allow me first to go behind the hut and to defecate. So he went behind the hut, and when he thought that it was clear, he beelined it out of there and uh, luckily made it, made it away. Mm-hmm. Um, unseen, but as he turned back, he saw his best friend Abraham, Abraham, who was sitting by a mango tree, um, and I guess refused to to work as the as the soldier uh, asked him. Saw his friend Abraham being beaten to death. Mm-hmm. Oh. That boy Otim um, has consumed and uh, really taken up much of my thoughts and my my prayers in the past um, past few months as I've come back from it. And uh, he's definitely one of the people who's most had one of the biggest impacts on me. All right, so tell us about your most recent trip to Uganda. (laughs) Um, My most recent trip to Uganda was very, very different from my trip to Uganda over the summer. Um, This time, 
uh, the directors of Touch the World, which is which are the, they're the directors of the organization with which I was over the summer, um, were not in the country, so I um, went over independently and um, spent time at the orphanage. Um, while at the orphanage, I didn't have a teaching schedule because the kids were on holiday, so that lent itself to a lot more um, creative and uh, unique projects, as well as a lot more relationship, relational time with that the kids. That must have been very different for you. Very, it, night, night and day difference. It, it felt like a completely different journey, even uh -huh. though I was going to the exact same place. Yeah. Um, and as I, was, as I was there, we, as I said, I did many different types of projects with the kids. Uh, on, uh, Jan on December 30th, uh, the day before New Year's Eve, uh, I took all of the children that Touch the World Uganda sponsors, mm -hmm. uh, which is around uh, 40 kids, and I took them uh, to the zoo and to the beach. And for the first time, many of these kids went and wow. swam in the water and had such an awesome time. And at the beach and at the zoo, um, I was struck by the fact that I had, I had experienced so much more of their country because in, in Uganda and throughout all of Africa, most of the wild animals are contained in the parks. Okay. And, most the, and in order to go to the parks, you have to pay and you have to go and journey to the parks. Right. And so these kids had never seen a lion or had never seen a giraffe. When I've, I've safaried Africa and I've, sure. and I've experienced everything at the zoo and they're sitting there and it's for the first time They've they're saying, one. this is my first time seeing a lion. This is amazing. Yeah. Thank you so much, Ben. Um, so that, that was quite, quite an experience. That was, a, that was a lot of fun. On Christmas... I spent uh, the Christmas Eve uh, motorcycling throughout the villages looking for a uh, goat. Um, the, la the, the kids every, every day have the same meal for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Sorry, breakfast That's they right. have porridge, but lunch and dinner they have something called posho, which is a right. wheat, wheat, yeah, wheat, wheat substancy um, starch and then uh -huh. beans. Every day, that's what they eat. Um, so for Christmas, I figured I'd give them a nice, a nice feast. And so I went and we found uh, three goats. We bought the three goats and uh, slaughtered them on, on Christmas morning at around 4 o'clock. So my Christmas started at around 4 o'clock in the morning. Not many people can say they've done that. <laughs> <laughs> so we slaughtered them, and I, and I actually learned how to skin one of them on my own. Wow. And uh, we then cut it up and uh, roasted, it roasted it throughout the day. And how, how did it taste? It actually was really good. I've had goat a yeah. few times before, okay. and uh, it was the best I've had. Okay. So yeah, cool. so we, we cooked you it. Cooked it. <laughs> <laughs> Personally, I just made sure that nobody stole my meat. <laughs> I just oversaw everything. But um, we ended up giving them every every kid got a good five pieces of of goat as well as a soda and some candy that I brought from America. That's amazing which for was, them, right? Uh, it was so great. And then we, we set up a sound system and we danced. I was exhausted at 11.45. I went to sleep at 11.45 because I was up for pretty much the whole day. Yeah. And we uh, really was up for the whole day and, bef and more. And uh, when I woke up at 2, they were still dancing. Uh, the music was still blaring. I could still hear it and they were still dancing. So um, it was really quite an experience to see the amount of joy and the amount of um, excitement that the kids had for something so simple as meat. I mean, talk about giving. I mean, Christmas, we give gifts to family members, but it's completely different. If you're, you're in a different country, giving things to kids, things they've never experienced before in their entire lives. I mean, yeah. I can't even imagine how that feels. It's, it's, it's really it's an indescribable experience. It's an indescribable feeling. And in a way, it's, it's really um, uh, f it's fulfilling in, in more of a way than 
than just the, the nice fuzzy feelings that we get because we're giving. Um, it's fulfilling in the sense that we were made by a God who gives yes. and made in his image. And if you look at the story of Christmas, the story of Christmas at its foundation is a story of the rich God becoming poor to make us rich in him, the, the powerful yeah. God becoming humanly weak to mm-hmm. give us the glories of all of heaven. And so, so to me, I, I, whenever I go on a mission trip, and it was nice to finally go on one when I was spending Christmas in the country. To me, Christmas is the ultimate mission trip. Christmas is the mission trip of God himself coming down to save his creation. So, We are running a little short on time, but do you have anything to tell the listeners in terms of encouraging them to go on the missions field? Hmm. Yeah, I'm, I've heard... There's a, a, a part person I highly respect and um, has really influenced me greatly. His name is John Piper. John Piper said that there's the givers, the goers, and the, the disobedient. So somehow God has called us in, in each, in every single, every single one of us who are part of his church to be involved on what we call, what, what God has called his mission, his mission to come and redeem the world. And, and missions should not, I, in my opinion, and I think it's the biblical, the biblical way of looking at it, uh, should not be seen as some isolated area of our lives. But it's the whole life of the Christian seeking to, to God. God is a God who is constantly on mission, on mission to come and to save and restore his creation. And so as, as people in school, in work, in, in our daily, daily relationships, seeking to make his kingdom more of a reality here on this earth is the mission of God and should be our mission daily. So I'd encourage uh, those who hear um, to, 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 one, allow the gospel to become real, allow the Christmas story to, to truly permeate our lives and to become real to us in that we see the God who, was, who had everything and gave it all up to come and save us and to be inspired by that and to be moved um, towards others and towards the least of, the, least of these. Um, and then further, um, to actually do something in response to, to his great and bountiful grace. Ben, thank you for joining our show today. just want to let you know that uh, I and the listeners will be praying for you on your missions, and uh, we look forward to hearing from you on future episodes. Thank you very much, Mr. Peterson, for having me, and hopefully this story of the children of Uganda and God's work in Uganda can uh, inspire some to be on mission daily uh, for this great God that we have.